Good afternoon, everyone. Great to have you for another episode of the Inner Revolution Podcasts. We've been really loving these times, uh, just to encourage men and to just challenge our listener to grow in their faith. You know, someone asked me the other day, why are you doing these podcasts? And uh, really, each podcast, Atul and I, we pray. We think about different guests that we could have that are relevant, spirit-filled, and have a real heart and passion for men uh, and uh, for women, for that matter. Whoever's listening, we just want to encourage them and challenge them in their faith to grow deeper and be the sharp end of the spear, the tip of the sword. So uh, today, we're glad to have a tool and I uh, today together with you. And we have kind of a sensitive subject we were thinking about that we'd like to breach with you and to open scripture about uh, secret sins and God's mindset behind secret sins. And we could say a lot about this topic uh, and just encourage us today, uh, what is the way of escape when when we are ensnared by sin? Because the devil can definitely harass a believer, can definitely guilt them, shame them, and uh, prohibit them from really growing in their spiritual potential. So I have a tool here with me. He's going to open it up wide, full throttle, hammer to the floor. Uh, so glad to have you, Atul. Go for it, sir. Wow, uh, Pastor Jason, thank you. Uh, full throttle, huh? Boy, you just I'm choking already without <laughs> be- before I even start. <laughs> no, I am. No, that was I, that donut you just ate. That's that what one. it is. Uh, maybe, uh, you know, I... Just putting all kidding aside, when we really think about uh, like how sensitive of this topic is among believers and perhaps in non-believers, especially we see that in Christianity now, a struggle that people have in their lives about uh, hidden sins of their hearts. And I love this verse uh, from Hebrews 12.1. It says, therefore, since we are surrounded by a great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every way and sin which clings so closely. Let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. I love this verse. Why do I love this verse? I was asked recently a question. Does God hate sin or does God hate the sinner? And I had to stop and I said to them, you know what? God loves the sinner, but he hates the sin. Often, and uh, Oftentimes people think that, oh my God, I have failed. I have areas in my life that are weak. Those hidden areas in my life where nobody knows they're in, their clo- in the closet and nobody knows what's in there. And people often think that God has turned their, his back on them. But that is not true. Because the cross is where Jesus bore all our sins and he set us free. All we have to do is ask God to forgive us. And forgiveness, through forgiveness, we have we are perfect in Christ and we are complete in Christ. Positionally, we are perfect in Him. So I just want to say that before we start. And I thought about what is a hidden sins? You know, we are living in times that a lot of people look into computers and find different things, perhaps pornography. It's one of the biggest issues that men face in their lives. Whether you are married or single or young person, it's there. I remember just as a personal uh, story of my own life, um, 
when when I first moved here at the age of 13, year after I moved here, I was walking with some kids in Buffalo, New York, in an alley, and I came across in the garbage a stack of Playboy books, which I have never seen before. I, I grew up in India, and uh, we didn't have Playboy books. We were like a, we had a very innocent mind. We played all the time. We played hide and seek. We played sports, cricket was my favorite sport, soccer with no shoes on. So we, I never knew anything about what a Playboy book was, till I came across, and when I opened it up, my eyes were just wow. I have never seen that. And from that point onward, I was slowly hooked on watching pornography till I got saved, which was at the age of 23. It didn't matter what kind of pornography, because see, that is where the root starts at a very young age. And we have to cover our children. We have, especially nowadays, where everything is a click away in your social media or phone. People could just get it free. You could just dab into it any time. So mine started at the age of f almost 15 and it lingered around my life till I was 23 years old. And it, it did so much damage in my mind and in my heart. And I say that because pornography is just a fantasy that we fantasize. And we want that fantasy to come into a reality, but it never happens. We want relationships. We want to Find that woman that could fulfill that reality, the fantasy into a reality, but that is not true. What it does, it just weighs us in our heart and it takes it down. When I remember when I got saved, the very first thing I asked God, deliver me from pornography. God, take this away because I don't want to go each day reading the Word of God and, and asking for forgiveness. But it was a process. It didn't happen every day. It took about three or four years after I got saved that God literally took everything away. By the time I was about 30 years old, it was completely gone. And I'm 15. last 20 years, I've never had the desire to look at it because God took the desire away because I left it to the cross and I walked down with a victory in that area of my life. But if anybody's listening to this today, think what pornography does. It doesn't matter whether you're a man or woman or soft pornography or hard pornography. It, it is a sin, and it is it destroys your heart. It destroys the way how you look at things. It destroys your relationship. It destroys your marriages. And th is that what we want today? Because we want to run this race. It's so easy to have these hidden sins in our lives, and we feel like you're walking in this race of life uh, with like a hunchback, and it weighs you down, and you're very slow moving. And we know Christ is the at the end of the race, holding open his arms wide open to receive us. But it takes us so much longer because we are carrying all these extra weight on ourselves. You can be delivered. It only takes a choice by saying, God, I don't want these things. It could be pornography. It could be homosexuality. It could be having sex before marriage. You know what? I had this conversation with a lady, with a bunch of guys at a restaurant. This past Sunday, we were talking about purity, how not to touch a woman before you get married. Either I believe the Word of God or I don't. There is no gray area. And the lady that was sitting across this table from me, she came towards me and said, you know what? 
That's the best thing I've heard in a long time. And she said, I have never seen Christian that excited for God. Yes, we are excited for God. Why? Because we hate sin. We love God. We are Bible-believing, sin-hating, grace-receiving, mercy-giving Christians. That's what we are. So pornography, go to hell. We are not a part of pornography. We are not going to indulge that in our hearts. So if you are listening to it and you are having issues in this area of your life, you know what? It's time to find victory. It's time to lay it on the cross. Say, God, I want to be free from this area of my life. I want to be free. If I'm in a relationship and there's a relationship that is based on sex, I don't want that. I'm not married. I don't want this in my life. Or if you are, in a, if you are married, and you think you are going to find somebody better and living in adultery, or you're having an emotional affair, whether you're a man or a woman. Let me say this to you. It never ends well. Because you know what? God, There's a covenant that God has made in marriages between man and woman, and that is just one time. And for pornography, let me say this to you guys. Job 31 says, Make a covenant with your eyes. Make a covenant with your eyes. I'll let Pastor Jason say what he has. I see he's like uh, raising his hand again talking about it. Let's go. I'm sorry, Pastor no, Jason. No, it's excellent. I love uh, the passion. I love the fire. I think Job 31.1 is a huge verse because our eyes are the window to the soul. And I love the analogy you just said, like men can be like hunchbacks. Um you know, you think of Beauty and the Beast, that movie, and the man is like this hunchbacked, ugly beast. And I think that's what sin can do to a man. And and so what's the answer? It, it's so easy to get entrenched, but very difficult to get out. And I think uh, maybe just by way of hope today, uh, Proverbs twenty eight thirteen it says, He that covereth, a man that covereth sin will not prosper, but the provision is to confess and to be honest before God about his sin. This is the way to get out of these sins. Like the devil says, oh, you can't tell anybody what you're doing. They'll judge you or they'll look at you in a, in a difficult or different way. And he tries to keep us in a corner with manipulation. Um, but, you know, Paul said in 2 Corinthians 4, 2, renounce the hidden works of shame. Uh, and again, so it's like being honest with yourself, being accountable to another person. Uh, and then, you know what? It's identifying the triggers, right? The triggers, the halt, the hunger, anger, the boredom, the, the tiredness, uh, all these different triggers, the stresses, that is a release point. And so uh, let me just say fake love or pseudo love, it's, it's not going to satisfy you the way that uh, God satisfies you. So the world is dangling a carrot in front of you, but you don't you don't see the whole picture. Actually, there's death. It's like chocolate-covered death. And if we read in Proverbs over and over in chapter 3, chapter 5, uh, chapter 7, the way of the harlot leads to death. So, so, uh, so again, I just want to get back to, to what you were saying. It's like we want to be running the race. It's harder, it's harder to hit a moving target. But if you're laden with uh, the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, or the pride of life, as First John talks about. Uh, it could be approbation lust. It could be power lust. Um, it could be wanting to be in control. 
could be sexual sins. It could be, um, you know, the fantasy. God wants us to have healthy imaginations. Um, I'll just say this for a man. We, the heart can defeat the mind if we're thinking uh, with wrong imaginations. So, uh, secret sins, Psalm 19.12, Lord, deliver us from secret sins, those things that I'm trying to protect because I'm guilty or shameful, but God is saying 4.13 of Hebrews, I see it all, I see it all, I love you, and I want to release you of it. So, um, interesting, amazing uh, testimony you gave there. Years, uh, um, men can be, and women for that matter, can be slaves for decades. And you know what? It's like the drug addict would say, hey, the first one's free. You know why? Because he hooks you. And then you're you're just doing everything you can. You're selling your soul to get more and more. So, uh, you know, you mentioned about pornography again. I mean, women become possessions. Uh, it kills intimacy, right? It kills intimacy, right? It's uh, you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, it, it really does, Pastor Jason. I, for being married for twenty five years, over the years I've seen this a lot in relationship where men want to fulfill this fantasy that they have from being into pornography. They want to bring that into their relationship, in their marriage bed. But the wife that they're married can never fulfill the lust of the heart. She cannot because that marriage bed is so beautiful and sacred that God has given it where you can do all things, but, you know, together to glorify God and how in your marriage bed. So a lot of times people bring these fantasies into their relationship and never be fulfilled because it's a fantasy. And your wife is not a prostitute. She's your, she's your wife and she's your lover. And it's a huge difference between lover and pornography and the lust. And so I say this, uh, if you are listening to this, and whether you are a man or a f- female, and I, I believe females also have issues in pornography. It's a soft porn. Watching a TV show that shows uh, people making love. I mean, I, I would not want to watch that as a man, or I wouldn't want, want my wife to watch that as a couple, husband, wife. It's not appropriate. Or your girls, or, your, right? or my daughters yeah. to watch that. Because it is not right. It's wrong. It's sin. Again, we come back to sin. Sin is an issue. God, God it breaks a relationship between man and God. Sin is, the, sin is what breaks a relationship. We want that relationship to be always stored. And the only way we can do it is by having a heart that seeks God at all times. Mm. My, it's the issues of the heart. And we all... I am just really finding that out in people's lives. Things always stems down to one thing. It's the issues of the heart. What happens in their lives because there's never been in the areas that they're weak and have ever been dealt with. So whether it's a soft porn, whether it's a hard porn, whether you're a man or you're a woman, whether you're in a relationship, I say this to you guys. You can get healed. You can be delivered. God could redeem any situation at any time. Am I willing to do that? Am I taking this issue of my heart at the cross and leaving at the cross and coming down with a victory? And God said, that's all it takes. That's all it takes for you to be victorious. Am I a victorious Christian or am I a weak Christian who constantly wants to serve God 
be in the race, but like a hunchback, carrying all these weights, slow moving, and always being defeated by the enemy. No, you are victorious by the blood of Jesus Christ. You can do this. You can run the race as fast as you want to, because God is with you. You can overcome anything. God says, I rather want to be see an overcome a Christian than a Christian who constantly struggles. Not that God will say, I don't love you. God says, you can overcome this. And it's easy to fall in a ditch, but it's how quickly do I want to get back out of the ditch and start running the race. Mm. It's, that's what God is after. God doesn't care about our failures, our sin. I always say failure is just a detour in life. It's not final destination. Mm. It's just a detour. Things happen. We have areas or weaknesses and struggles. But you know what? We can be victorious in these areas of our lives. Why? Because God is with us. We are sealed by the Holy Spirit. We are filled with the Holy Spirit. We study the Word of God. We are in a church. We go to be a part of a church that teaches the Bible, that teaches the Word of God, who's on fire. There's people in the church on fire for God. Your, your thought process will change. The way you look at your outlook on life will change. And you can be victorious in Amen. this area of life. Amen. Maybe just we could emphasize what you're saying. I think it's so helpful because the devil wants to make it so big and, and to bring in this victim mentality, but we're really victors. So, you know, I think, like we said, to renounce it, to be honest with yourself, to be accountable, have someone that you can have an agopic relationship with, which means someone that can be a mentor, a discipler, and they won't judge you. But 70% of shame is addressing it in, in an arena where there's a safe environment, where there's no judgment. Uh, the other 20% is uh, not only encouragement, but identifying triggers. I, I think, you know, if we mentioned that word lust. I mean, lust is just take, take, take. I'm going to take, but love is I'm going to give, give, give. Like, And love is patient. Love is kind of, if, if we're in a relationship today and it's all about what I want, what I want, and there's no regard to the other party, then I am not living in love. I'm living in fake love and pseudo love. And, uh, you know, you know, relationships like marriage uh, demand maturity. And I love what you said. It's like our spouse cannot compete with that fantasy world. And those those girls, I mean, it's it's sickening, but they're drugged and it's just an absolute um, destructive um, habit that reduces man to a piece of bread. Proverbs chapter 5, mm -hmm. Proverbs chapter 7, it says, the, the, the horse woman reduces the man to a piece of bread and so that all we can think about is our appetite rather than our, than our overall mission with God. Well, you know, uh, so, so what are we saying today? Be honest before God. Uh, be transparent with somebody. Uh, be prepared if you're in a place of temptation, you know, uh, we say that walk in the Spirit, you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. If you struggle with alcohol, don't hang around the bar or people that drink. Hang around people that have strengths where you have weaknesses. Um, you know, don't jest or flirt with the opposite sex, but have an absolute dignity and honor towards uh, the opposite sex because um, relationship is based on honor and trust. And, you know, and also just to say this too, the covenant, you know, a covenant with your eyes, it's like, 
the devil is not stupid. He studies you and he understands what your your touch points are. So it's like, again, uh, and, and by the way, this is epidemic even in the church uh, in our world. Uh, I've been counseling on this for probably, I don't know, for 15, 18 years, and it's epidemic. And you cannot get rid of it alone. You need help, and this is why being isolated is a recipe for disaster. So maybe just in closing comments, uh, to what just a hunchback Christian, I mean, how do we get the weight off? Because we want to run the race with patience and with fire and with joy, right? First uh, Corinthians nine twenty seven yeah. says it's, it all. It's true. That's a beautiful verse because uh, the only way to walk upright, straight with our shoulder back, and to run this race is through the Holy Spirit, through the Holy Spirit guiding you every step of the way. Second Timothy four seven says God has prepared a course for every individual. Each course is different for each individual and God wants us to be on that course and in that course God says I have placed a high heavenly and holy calling on your life do you want this or do you want to be just starting out with a hunchback I say you know what it's time to put away these hidden sins of our hearts and get right with God and if you are struggling, it is that easy to get right with God. It's just say, God, forgive me. Deliver me. God, I am an overcomer Christian. Mm. I can overcome anything by the grace and mercy of God. Sin is not an issue. The issue is how quickly I recover and walk with God in this beautiful course that God has laid for my life. And I want to finish it with with my shoulders back, head up high, because I know Jesus Christ is at the end of the course with his arms wide open, mm. waiting to receive me and say, faithful. What's that word says? Faithful. Faithful is you, calls you. you. Who will also do it. I'll also do it. So you know what? Mm. My prayer for you today, if you're listening and you're struggling, folks, it is that easy. If I can be delivered, and so many people else can be delivered. So can you. Mm. It's only a decision away, just like the salvation. And God would just say, come on, let's run this race. Let's get on fire for God. Let's build our community. Let's go out and tell people about the gospel. This is what life is all about. When we apply these things, when we get busy with God, we don't have time for these things. Because I'm occupied with God. I'm chewing the word of God. I am having faith conversation, faith thoughts, and also faith rest. Amen. Get moving with God. I love that. You know, uh, just as we close, I think idle time is the devil's workshop. We've heard that cliche a thousand times. But, but when we're busy with God, right, we have a mission. We have a purpose. When our identity is in grace, it no longer is like dictated to by sin. And I'll just say this, Jude chapter 1, verse 24, it's he that keeps you from falling. Mm -hmm. It's he that will give you the strength. It's he that will celebrate you before his father. So uh, be encouraged today. Uh, these are some great thoughts. And uh, as you walk in the spirit, you will not fulfill the lusts of the flesh. And we're here for you if you want to give us uh, an email, a text, or or reach out to us. We would love to talk more with you on this. Atul, thank you so much for these awesome words of wisdom today. 
Yes, and if you want to reach out to us, we are on Instagram and Facebook under uh, Inner Revolution. Yeah, the IR Podcast, right? IR Podcast. Yeah. Thank you, guys, and uh, we're praying for you guys who are listening. Amen. No Amen. more hunchback. No more hunchbacks. Yes. Or hatchbacks. Hatchbacks. Whatever that means. <laughs> God bless your day. God bless you. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Inner Revolution Podcast. Please find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Your feedback is always welcome. Thank you.